All right. This is, what, our third social distancing episode now? I lost count three or four. like I did with most things at this point. It's Me too, but three or four, right? Time is know. irrelevant. Nothing yeah. matters. I've cooked fried rice like six times at least. And it's guest month on PPN. <laughs> All those things are true. Yep. I found yes. that I can always get ground turkey. So I have the normal amount I would have of chicken because that's harder to find. I have like that if you converted it to ground turkey <laughs> in my freezer. That's where I'm at. Uh, I I need to restock the freezer a little bit, but I, I'm doing fine. You know we those rolls that you could buy of like ground turkey that are like a pound each? Yes, I'm familiar. I have like, I have like nine in my fridge right now. Or my could, freezer. My freezer. You could bludgeon someone to death with nine different ground turkeys. I think I could there do it with be, one if I tried hard enough. There ought to be some sort of transmutation by which one can convert turkey into chicken and versa. Because <laughs> I was thinking, because you said I have as much you know, turkey... As as one has normally chicken, and it's like, well, they're not that different. If only someone like, get the, the Elric brothers on this. The law of equivalent exchange. Yes. Tells me. The Elric brothers. Oh, the, well, yeah. Are those the twins from Facebook? Turkey for no. Chicken. That's exactly what it sounds like. Me. You got the Elrics and the Winklevi mixed <laughs> up. That's what you did. What is an Elric? Is that from Oh, the uh, Full Metal? Yeah. Yes. Did they eat I turkey? Even seen the show and I know that. No, they just—it's equivalent exchange. It's transmutation. Yeah. Oh God. Turkey, turkey, chicken transmutation. This is the show that you have decided to guest on. You've got to become used to this. Our guest is my wife. My wife. Sorry. My I have wife. a new thing that I like from my wife. That's not Borat that I use from a different podcast. And so I, I, think of that I, one I actually think the that's Borat good one. because I think the Borat one—you know—it's been a long time at this point. Borat's been out what 10, 15 years. Yeah. Listen, no one even knows what Sacha Baron Cohen's doing anymore. Like it, it's definitely a dated cultural reference to some extent. For me, the, the one I think of now is the, the one from last podcast on the left where they use it as like what, what like forty year old white men say, where they're like, uh, well, my wife loves going yes. to the Kroger. Come on. My Come on. Wife okay. Loves I don't want to be a wife anymore. Let me just. I've just got to do my favorite now, though, which is the Al Pacino one, but I have to st- step oh. away from the mic to do it. No. Because it's Al Pacino. Oh God. Mm, okay. My wife! <laughs> Damn, he really did. Have to, I think that still probably clipped the <laughs> mic. In it absolutely did. This waveform looks away. disgusting. Wow. <laughs> uh, have fun with that one, Chris. Yeah, thanks for that. Love it. <laughs> Man. This uh, is the facts. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. And I'm the guest. What's your guest name? Has her name? Her name is Guest. No name. <laughs> and I'm Bethany. And this is that... Home Viewing, a podcast. Mm, mm, no. Mm, mm, no, mm. no. When she says I'm Bethany, and just do that. It no. just happens. No, we're on a different show today. Different showing. It's a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. It's called Them's the Facts. Chris mm. is first. Oh, I'm just going to go. Oh, there's like no talk. Well, Oh, okay. I mean, we can did talk mention, more. Did we mention the, the guest month thing as sort of the a broader context? <laughs> I think we brought that up like first 30 seconds You guys are super show. organized, said, let said, me tell you. It is guest month. I don't know. Well, we'll get the details later. All right. Chris, yeah, exactly. Blast off. Yeah. I'm just going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where, I guess we're going to make f- up for how long the last episode was by just speed running this one. 
Sounds great. So you guys just assume that everyone listens to home viewing and knows who I am? (laughs) Well, we did did say my wife at least like... And I did say home... We said my wife enough that now no one is sure whose wife it is anymore. (laughs) That might be. That might be the case. Bethany, Bethany is John's wife, everyone. We should just kind of just just let that one. Now we're good. Now my we wife, know, we know whose wife is whose. My wife and my co-host, co-host, co-host on, on home viewing. I guess also your co-host in this, if that's what you call it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Co-host. That's the new name for a roommate. Is your co-host. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, so it's me, right? I'm supposed to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Do it. Yeah. Here's mine. Uh. The non-marshmallow bits of Lucky Charms in the 90s were actually based completely on the Celtic alphabet and would spell the word luck. That's my fact. Fuck you. (laughs) So, even if they were supposed to, like, you ever look at the cereal pieces compared to what they're supposed to look like? Like, let's just establish (laughs) they didn't, even if they were intended to. But I can't speak to that, but I can speak to what they were supposed to be. I just, well, I remember them being like, because my sister used to only eat Lucky Charms for breakfast, but I don't remember if this was in the 90s or the early 2000s because it was in that like little gray area, you know? And well, I just mostly remember X's and O's. How, I mean, if it was in the 90s, these memories would be real fuzzy. Yeah, like, it's true. Yeah. Well, if, if, these, if they're pretty fuzzy, I think it's actually kind of a safe bet. To be fair, I remember a lot of stuff from the 90s, like, pretty accurately like what i was telling you about toy story oh my this God. morning right i can't remember anything the... about the 90s I think so about I, toy story and i live them the most is when i look at toy store now and i look at the dog i realize that it's like worse than ps1 graphics oh <laughs> have you absolutely we watched the, the but the thing that the thing is i was aware enough in the 90s like that i remember going to toy story 2 the day it opened on thanksgiving and I remember having seen Empire Strikes Back before that because I got the I am your father joke. So like Damn, wait. I guess I was pretty aware at six. Toy Story Two. Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine? Toy Story yeah, Two was ninety nine, yeah. Hard to believe. Jesus. Man, I saw this movie close to when it came out too, which is crazy because I was a very small child at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that it's like in a kid's movie, it's socially acceptable to bring your, like, two-year-old into the movie theater. But, like, it doesn't really ever make it good for anybody else that you've done that. That's why no, I think would... more companies are going to do, like, what Trolls did and theorize, or, like, try out doing, like, kid like kid movies that families want to go to with home releases. We were just talking like about that bucks. last night. This is, yeah. the, this is a movie, this is a thing that will make me rant. If I'm being completely oh, no. done. Let's, let's We're avoid it. Let's talk about, about the marshmallow. We're not going to talk about it. All I'll I think say you guys already is, did a fact about cereal like this. I we remember fact- seeing in theaters was maybe the Polar Express because my mom oh. wouldn't let me go with my cousins to see the Santa Claus <laughs> because she thought it was going to be too risque for me in my small <laughs> mind back then. Okay. So that would have been the Santa the Claus 2. That would have been the Santa Claus 2. This right. The OG is pretty right. old. You would have been way too old when the Polar Express came out for it to be the first movie. No, the yeah, Polar that's... Express is actually way older than you think it is. No, but it's still... It's 2004. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, you would have been like 11. You didn't, you didn't see a movie until oh, like 11 or something? Or... Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. You, you definitely saw a movie before well, that. Maybe I'm thinking yeah. a different way. Let me see what came out the same time as Santa Claus 2, which... Oh, Okay. So maybe it wasn't the Polar Express she made me go see. Well, now I have to look up what was in Although, theaters at the same time. 
<laughs> Although, 2002. I was thinking I 2002 mean, when I would have been. Maybe you have eight. seen the Polar. I mean, you know, if you've seen the Polar Express, I guess that's that's real. I have not seen that movie. Then so what I did I see? In you're sticks. missing spectral, spectral, uncanny valley. Tom Hanks. Let's see. That's what you're missing by not seeing the Polar theaters, Express. December 2002. <laughs> anyway, y'all discuss while I do this. Attack of the Clones, perhaps. Uh, it's gonna be like Shrek Two, I think. It's Attack um, of the Clones. The the answer is Attack of the Clones. Oh uh, yeah, it could. Be. Wait, actually, no, um, that would have been May, wouldn't it? The, I saw yeah. the trailer for Attack of the Clones. Oh my God, Rain Man. At Thanksgiving. Down. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. You do have a bizarre movie-specific memory, but I guess that's. It, you it, know, those it's everything. December two thousand two was kind of lit in theaters. <laughs> let's 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 hear about it. Let's hear about it. Well. Drumline. Uh, yep. <laughs> let's see. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Chicago. Oh, man. Monsters, Inc., right? Catch Me If You Can. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know if you Dang. like this movie, but I kind of did. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind was out. I, I never saw that one. Uh, Eight Mile. But I like both Catch Me If You Can. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was in theaters. Wow. Oh, Eight Mile came out. Die Another Day ago. was in theaters. <laughs> wow. Treasure Planet was in theaters. Maybe that's Treasure what I to see. Maybe that's what I saw. That's Maybe gotta that's be it. That movie was you know, so my, good. Uh, my highlight media that I would associate with 2002 is probably Pokemon Crystal because that's <laughs> that was what I got for my sixth birthday, which would have been in 2002. I did get that on. I don't know how long after it came out. I did get that on a birthday. Or no, on. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, didn't all the Pokemon's like come out in November? So like. That's your standard birthday gift, right? For Chris, you mean? Yeah, for Chris, because like Pokemon typically comes out around Chris's birthday. Oh yeah, I have considered getting Chris a Pokemon game for his birthday before Aww. having noticed this coincidence, and each time I haven't done it on the assumption that <laughs> he's already got you would it. already get it for yourself. And now then that I'm older, it's a lot harder to shop for me because I buy my own things. It's true. That's the, that's so he true must. for everybody, though. I, but that's I the thing with it. Well, the thing with that is people also come to sort of at that point appreciate more personal gifts, so you don't care if it's like, oh, I got you this cool beer that you might <laughs> like or something, because it's like you don't need, like, you know, when you're a kid, the gift's like the only way you get anything that's more than that's $5. That's true. That's true. Or, like, so. my dad will be like, happy birthday, I bought you a chainsaw. <laughs> that's <laughs> that that's lit. Yeah, I have a chainsaw because of him. Oh well, is it, is it electric or gas? It's electric. He knows I don't want gas stuff. I understand, no, but I could also a... really use a gas chainsaw because because there's a there's a, a tree at the back of my yard that I want to take down. Just do it, it would, little by little with an electric. It cord. requires so much extension cord, Chris. No, mine's cordless. <gasps> well. Anyway. I mean, yeah. I... Anyway, let's talk about cereal. Oh, I love cereal. Well, this is the thing. I do so, too. Is I'm just, I just, every time I picture, like, expectation versus reality on cereal pieces has to be just one of the biggest But again, thoughts. again, this is what it was supposed intent. to be. Yes, this is about intent. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just because, it's just like, it all puffs up weird when they bake it in the factory on the line. Like, <laughs> Right, and there's no way to, like, get it any thinner without it being, like, very insubstantial to bite into, probably. <laughs> Man, Lucky Charms are a fucking weird one. Because the feeling on your teeth, if you bite into one of the marshmallows and it, it's like dry still, uh, it's really not good. But the thing is, the Marbits, they actually do a really good job of shaping The who? That's what okay, it's I called in Syria. They're what called Marbits. It? It, yeah, they're marshmallow, marshmallow bits, so Marbits. 
We can't just call them marshmallows. Can I, can I, just I listen to a lot of the empty bowls. Uh, empty bowls. So. I'm gonna remind you guys <laughs> about this because it is, it is like very topical that you do remember that there was the post alphabet cereal, right? Yeah, I remember okay. alphabets, and that and was that was uh, very readable. So I'm just making it you, letting you know that is like ve- it's very doable, and people did it. Now, yes. was it Lucky Charms or was it the Celtic alphabet? I don't know. That's for you to decide. Um. Well, I do know. That's for you to find out. Wait, you said <laughs> until '90s somewhere, right? So they they eventually gave yep. up and switched to give a up. different shape. And it was like X, sh- X's and O's, basically. I, I don't know so. what it is now I, honestly, because I don't like Lucky Charms because I don't like Marbits. Mm. Uh, I mean, Marbits are a reasonable, now that I know that word, it's used, is a reasonable thing not to like. I, I don't mind I, them, but, it's, but they're kind of disgusting. Though Lucky Charms has always been at the forefront of Marbit sculpting and shaping. I just want to say their, their shooting stars actually looked like shooting stars. Their rainbows actually looked like rainbows. Unlike all the fucking bootleg Star Wars cereal that... <laughs> Disgusting and awful. No. Oh man. There was an Attack of the Clone cereal. 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 It it had like the Jedi arrow fighter, and I was like, oh yeah. And it's just like, oh, like a blob. It's a red triangle. That's it. That's it. I just want it to be known to the broader world that I ate the Lucio cereal, and the dye (laughs) came out in my solids. Oh god! Oh like, boy! Real bad. That stuff is vile. Well, it's so. I mean, that happens with natural dyes too. Like, has anybody ever like no, seen to, their to solids? A degree that had not happened to, after eating to eating me beets. From any other food in recent memory? <laughs> asparagus. Uh, and I don't like asparagus. I don't really eating, eat all, it. eating a lot of beets. There was a day where I ate seven mm. beets. And well, that was the thing. Was actually the cereal was kind of good, so I ate it really fast. I fucked with asparagus though. Like, I just need to say that. I think you can do it right, probably, and better than I was having it as a kid, but I think, like, my mom probably, like, went pretty hardcore white mom and didn't see I'm just, well I'm just gonna say something, and it may be controversial, but, like, right. boomers don't know how to cook vegetables. Or anything. Well, yeah, because yeah, they just steam the They steam the hell out of them because their parents grew up in the Great Depression. <laughs> or they just yeah. go out of the can, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Canned so they, stuff really ruined our so lives. So they just destroy. They absolutely destroy the integrity of it. It gets mushy as hell. It's not salty enough. They. The best way to make most vegetables is either a quick blanch, not a full steam, a roast, or a saute. Mm-hmm. It's true. I I like that this is like we don't even need segments. There's a cooking segment, but it's disgusting. <laughs> Sometimes I put my asparagus stock up in the toaster, and that just works for me. Okay. What? We don't need to say uh, it that anymore. That just works for me. Mm. I'm just imagining well, when, when the think toaster, about like, it. metal bits just clamp down Wait. and just sear. Think of it like planting like, grass, but like, it comes out toasted afterwards. One asparagus or like... <laughs> but like, when you think about it, it's just Wait. it's just like grilling them. Exactly. What? I'm not joking. It lets the <laughs> no. This is this is actually. Oh wait, no, you're, this you're enabling him. This is super innovative. Actually, this is weird. Wait, so you like line them up in a row and then stick yes. them all in at I'm once? I'm not or joking. This was not a <laughs> bit. <business. laughs> it's like well, a quick grill. This is if you don't so innovative. Can you send a picture joking. next this time you do real, this? Like, there needs to be a toaster that like is designed for and admits that this <laughs> these sorts of applications exist. Just, like just two <laughs> fucking metal full metal plates, like no gridding, so that anything can go in there and like something to catch shit that falls out the bottom. So a George Foreman grill. 
Yeah. 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 Damn, but, do we still have on one? A different, we still have uh, it. Yeah. You would have to rotate it, I think, along two axes to get to toaster. No. 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 Just one. To, like, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it basic, it's just a George Foreman grill is just a horizontal toaster. I don't know how I feel about the fact that you guys thought that was a bit and what that says about me as a person. I think it says a lot more about you than it does about us. I mean, that's fair, but, like, I, you should try it. It's not a guys, good idea. Can we discuss the cereal? Okay. I Okay, my, my guess is yes, because I swear I remember this period of a ton of cereals being reshaped to simpler shapes. I remember tricks yes. used to have fucking yes. shapes, and now they're just spheres, you know? So I figure there's a reason for simplifying cereal shapes, and it all happened around this time. I just feel like there's not enough cultural knowledge or respect in the General Mills Corporation yeah, I don't for them think to have gone these, to the trouble of using the Celtic alphabet. These little suits and ties do not know the Celtic alphabet, nor would they have looked it up in the 90s. Okay, I was thinking that too, but it does seem like... I was going to say it seems like something you can Google, but 90s, ooh, you're right. That's like pushing it. Why is that Poking pushing? a hole here. If anything, that's the time for a kitschy cereal, though. I, but you see, you know, I just but don't I'm saying pushing your ability to Google things like that's not just, quite when people could just look up anything with no effort. And I like, remember the '90s was the time when cereal companies would go for anything. I mean, you had you I had like you had now. Honeycomb make no. an entire flash game thing in the late '90s. Just I, I do remember Captain Crunch had the uh, the the CD game that came with them. They would do yeah. anything. Also. If you didn't see the I, picture I sent in the chat, you should look at it now because it's a real thing. Did they is change him? The, oh, it's no. The, it's the bimbofication of Toucan Sam. It is kind of a bimbofied uh, Toucan, what? whatever Toucan Sam. For context, this? since this is an oh, audio right? medium, this is, I put a link to a, I put a picture of the new Toucan Sam. He's been redrawn this in This is Steven not the new Universe Toucan Sam, No, it, it really is. There's a commercial with it and everything. No. CalArts Toucan Sam. The best thing about it is the fact that the rainbow is like a totally different art style on his. Yeah, beard. and it moves. It's like when Lisa Frank. Yeah. Like Someone murdered him. This is the new. This is new 2.0 Toucan Sam. This is an imposter I who think must this be is replaced. Only for commercials and not on the boxes, though. I've only seen on Thank commercials. Weird. If they replace Man, him on the box, I'm not going to be happy. Feel about, about this. like remember when I like there was an episode where I talked about the like old like borderline racist Ronald McDonald design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that like is this how people who were born in like the 50s feel about like current day ronald mcdonald <laughs> i don't know <laughs> kind of anyway what are, we, what are we what are we going here i i think i'm gonna leave it a true i think it's i'm, I'm a, a little on the fence it's more interesting because i think john you're probably gonna say false right oh and then we got beth yeah i'm going false i guess, I guess. yeah I'm, I'm definitely going false the minute you said it i was like mm, i don't think so i was skeptical but i also like splitting the answer let's do yeah it. it's false Hey. I'm not high fiving you. So I assume Damn it's it. always been XO. I don't actually know. I don't eat Lucky Charms. I eat two, <laughs> maybe three cereals right now, currently in my life, which are Honey Bunches uh, of Oats, Honey Bunches of Oats, Ooh. Honey Nut, Frosted Flakes, and Honeycomb. Ooh. See, you have you just I listed just, those are all the same. You just listed three honey cereals, and you're missing out on the current best honey cereal. That, that named well, this the best cereal of 2019 oh by the Empty Bowl podcast. And it's Cheerios, Oat Crunch, oat, Oats and Honey. I just don't really like Cheerios that much. 
Anyway, neither do I. On. This doesn't taste like Cheerios. It tastes like Cheerios, oat crunch, oats and honey. You gotta try this shit. I'll think about but it. But you guys know what the best cereal is, though. What is it? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, I hate <laughs> Obviously. I just had a conversation the other day with a friend about how, you know, every Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercial was just younger people mocking older people for not being able to see the individual sugar grains on the cereal. <laughs> Their eyes are older. What, what was what was that marketing <laughs> It worked, didn't it? No, the cereal just tasted Fuck good. you, Boomer. The whole tricks one was just being this. like, yeah, the whole tricks one was like, once you get old, you're not allowed to have good stuff anymore. Anyway, pay your mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah. next? Uh, <laughs> it's John. It is me. I have arrived. Okay, um, I've been playing an online game of diplomacy with some of our friends this week, and yes. I looked into the history of diplomacy. And I found out that after leaving office, because Diplomacy became a publicly available game in 1959, one year before he left office, Dwight D. Eisenhower had a regular game of Diplomacy with some of his former cabinet members that he played by mail. Basically to the end of his life. That would take forever. So I don't by even mail? actually know what Diplomacy is as a oh, game, to be honest. Yeah, I don't either. You could definitely so Diplomacy quickly is possible. a war game with a... That takes place in Europe in 1900. You draw one of seven powers. Um, the powers being England, France, Austria, Germany, Turkey, Russia, and Italy. And you are given certain starting positions. And you have to capture supply centers to make more armies or fleets. The goal being to control more than half of the supply centers in Europe. Um, now okay. the thing about it is, is it requ- there are no dice rolls or anything. You have to forge alliances and pacts to be able to move into other territory because the only way to do it is to have more support for your move than the uh, person who's there. So it requires a lot of alliance building, but also a lot of potential backstabbing and playing up. So it's it's a very straightforward like war game. It's pretty good. You would I mean, like it, Chris, I think. Okay. Like, you, you would definitely you th- enjoy you think it. That, you think that... Like, the, the problem is if you're Dwight Eisenhower or any other former president, really, uh, it's like, you know, that's weak shit now. Like, the <laughs> like this doesn't really do it for you anymore. I, I imagine that it wouldn't, you know, really get you there. Um, I also wonder, if you get England in this one, does all your food turn to beans for the duration of the game? Just beans on, just beans on toast and different foods in sepia. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see food from there, I always think like, "Oh, the seafood just." <laughs> <laughs> it's not that funny. It's, it's pretty. I don't funny. know. You ever, <laughs> their food's pretty funny. Fish I mean, and chips. I, I will shameless. What? That's well. That one's a good. That that one's a good though. That's Fish like a good fox. one. Yeah, I do like. I mean, anything you could, you know, kind of bread a turd and someone would like it. Um, but well, actually, good too. Uh, fuck, I. So Dwight, I. So the rules for diplomacy, the game, are like commonly set enough that there is a. I didn't realize this. I thought it was abstract enough. There wasn't like a release here you could peg to it. Like it'd be like just coming up with a release here for fucking tag, you know, <laughs> like. Like, except not as, probably not as old, but it, it, it's like there is a year of... Yeah, ni- 1959. 
So the year before he left office. Who did he, who did he, uh, do you have any idea with whom he, like, corresponded for this game? Because that's even So I can tell you with certainty that this was one of Henry Kissinger's favorite games, so take that as you will. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's in character, right? Yeah. It is. Um, uh, I have never, like, even witnessed this game being played. I feel, is there any, is there any intrinsic difference to being, like, one country or the other yes. in terms of, like, oh, like the game yes. has, like, a distinct enough set of rules that it's, like, there are locations. Exactly, are, like, like, it's it's all yeah, randomly yeah, drawn, yeah. like, it's randomly drawn at the beginning of every game what country you're going to be. So, like, right. right now I'm currently playing as Austria, and while it gives me an advantage in that I have a lot of supply centers nearby, because I'm kind of landlocked, like, I am having trouble with overexposing myself because I'm surrounded on all sides by hostile powers so I'm I've taken my my supply centers my problem is now holding on to them you know whereas uh, our friend our friend and probable future guest on the show Tom is currently playing as Italy and their problem is that they have to go through the seas to get anywhere and they're blocked in by the mountains so he actually uh, pulled off a really great move to convoy one of his armies over to Syria um using a, a couple of fleets but it's and then you know you have england where instead of starting out with two armies and a fleet you start out with two fleets and an army because you're an island hmm. so like so it's like yeah you know, yeah like if you're germany and because like, it's know, uh, plus plus two to intimidation and plus two saucer <laughs> production. um i had a, i had another good one of these but i forgot what it was oh uh was did you say russia? yeah russia's one of, russia one of the countries because they definitely get, like, a like resistance, <laughs> I think. Man. Is, have there been versions of this game made with, like, uh, an expanded or, or varying roster of countries? Because I could see that getting... So I've fun, seen like, people do, like, a medieval if, version. Hmm. Or, like, an ancient Roman version. Yeah, bullshit yeah. like that. Um, or even I was thinking, like, you could do a modern one, or you could just do one that's the same period of time, but throw in ten more. Because I was thinking, like... You could probably squeeze in like Canada somehow. Like yes, probably, you could probably squeeze I don't think Canada you said any, like, into a European South American countries. Well, it would be interesting to like well, expand could, it to well, no, a, no, no, a larger like geographical a, area, like a worldwide diplomacy. Yeah. Like you could you could go into like a little bit of like you know, have some East Asian stuff, have some you know, just every continent have something except Antarctica, because penguins aren't good news. Hmm. Well, Although, can you imagine playing a diplomacy with a penguin and it just kind of belly slides at you and smells bad? Oh my god. I just, no. Penguins notoriously yeah, smell bad. If you, they smell bad if you don't like fish. I like Even fish. if you like fish, they smell pretty bad. I don't I don't know. I've heard it's a little I've worse. I've pet a penguin. Um, You've pet a penguin? Yeah. What did it They'd smell like? Smell like fish. <laughs> I like fish. Maybe he I was like what? penguin smell. He was I cool. just realized like how... How much, like, and I don't mean a lot, but compared to how much it should be, how much of a Steve Irwin character Bethany is. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not much, but it's way more than it should be, I think. So here's a question that came to my head that I don't know is if it's anything, but let me just get it out of my head and on to something else, which is, yeah, 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 yeah. do you think wet fish smell different than not wet fish? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, 
Because I was thinking, because right. I heard Bethany say, you know, they smell like fish and wet. And then in my head, I was like, but isn't that just the fish smell? Because fish are wet. Well, listen, isn't wet dog a different? But yeah, but dog wet can dog be is dry. A smell. <laughs> fish can also yeah. be dry. Then that's the fish question can also be dry, Is there a okay, similar duality saying, the, for the fish? The dog's oh natural state is dry. So when they get wet, you notice the smell because it's different. But fish mm-hmm. start wet, then right. dry. I I, feel, I see this. I mean, I, I imagine can, that you can purchase an e-dried fish. Like I just I that's guess different. Don't that's different. Well, you can never fully like dry a fish and still well, have it well, alive. Okay. Can you? But like, are you suggesting you take a fish out of water and wipe and it then down? see if it smells any different? It would. I guess it would. Yeah. Because you'd be wiping off some of the like oils on it and stuff. But yeah, but hmm. Water also dampens smell. Is that it's true? Why do wet dogs Be- smell different? Oils. And is there it's, it's oils, mechanism? yeah. Wet dogs. Then then in that case, I would say yes, right? For Bethany's oils reason that she said before. Well, the o- dog right? oils are different because they're probably secreting them to keep their coat, like, Lessons. waterproof. Or oh, the, the wet shiny dog or whatever smells the fuck because of, mean. like, the yeast and stuff that naturally lives on dogs activates with water. That's what that is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you brew with that? No. No. I don't think you would want to. God. You can't make a dog based Um. starter and feed it on the dog. (laughs) But, like, what if, though? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Imagine. Hey, hey, why is your dog on a sourdough starter (laughs) on his back? Okay. Oh, God. So, going Um, back to your diplomacy thing. Yes. How. How long would it take over yeah. mail? Do you send them all to one person who is like the? Yes. So you would, in that case, you would have like one human adjudicator who like sends out the information. Not a dog so, one, a human one. A human yeah. one, yes. Well, maybe both. But <laughs> one of the things, like I mean, mail games like yeah. are a thing. Like mail like, chess, mail. Like, it's totally yeah, what? That's yeah. Oh yeah. Mail chess is a real thing. Yeah. They're just mostly dead because there's no fucking point and hasn't been for three Yeah, now years. now that everything's on the internet, mail games are, like, not really a thing anymore. You would send your one move yeah. to this yes. person in the mail? Yes, you would. Yeah, That's my mom nuts. Used to do that. Yeah. Correspondence chess has existed Holy for crap. centuries and was obsoleted the moment the mm-hmm. first email was sent. Like, it's just true. <laughs> There's also those, like, phone call-in games from, like, the 80s where there's that really good parody from Lemmy's show that I might have uh, sent y'all at some point, but it's, like, where he's... There there, they were phone call-in games where people would call into the line and, like, play by phone and people would watch them on TV mm-hmm. calling in, like... My mom and her dad used to play, like, mail pranks back and forth back when you could do <laughs> stuff like that in the mail before mail got cracked down more on things. But they used to play, play mail pranks oh on each other. How do you do that? I remember in like the old days of uh, like, bef- I, I, I don't know, like late 90s, early 2000s. My mom I'm went- talking like the 80s they would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the early, like, an early internet thing. Yeah, you could do that too. Was where, well, I remember my as a kid, my mom playing like this game that was like, it was like a word, like there was a, a tiling of letters and you had to make words by, you know, going from letter to adjacent letter. But the shapes were like randomly so it was created like a, each time. Like there would be weird. It was like quantum patterns. boggle. <laughs> yeah. And like there were like, I think there were uh, letters that like sometimes a letter would be like green or red or whatever. It was probably like a point multiplier or some shit. I, I don't know why, but that's like the, that's like the old timiest version of a game I remember. Because it was just like my mom always liked to play boggle. And, and here she is, like, the only way she ever used the internet when I was a kid was, like, 
playing this warped ass <laughs> fucking boggle. And she would get like competitive, which is funny. I remember my mom said the one thing that her dad sent her one time was a a glass. No, what was it? No, it was a can of Coke that he emptied and then put a laminated letter to her inside cut up and then filled it back up with Coke and resealed what? it with like a welder and then mailed that to her just straight up like that. Jesus Christ. This is... Um, oh, I one thing... Do, is there any written record of these diplomacy? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Do they know... Do they Or does anybody know like who, what country people were? Because that'd be a cute one. So you can actually find those at the Eisenhower Presidential Library. No, no. Holy <laughs> shit. bullshit. Dude, that's the most cop-out uh, answer. It's false now. That's such a cop-out answer. Let's don't medicate this. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know. I want to know where the eyes are. I'm not going to Google what. I'm not going to Google if it's in it, but I want to know where the library is. Oh, it's in fucking Kansas. False. Let's go. Go, Gabe. Uh, that's where presidential I, papers go. In Kansas? Literally, that's where they put the stuff. They that's archive stuff it's gonna at get the library. I hope no, it's no, underground. No, no, no. John, what's... No, Bethany, there's no, a different... Gabe, there's Gabe a what's different your answer? Order. Oh, uh, 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 I actually am gonna go fall. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, Bethany. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm going false. It then. doesn't matter for the stats, but you said, you literally said that's false. You, I heard yeah, you yeah, say Yeah, okay, okay. That, yeah, okay. Officially false. Okay. It, it was Henry Kissinger's, one of Henry Kissinger's favorite games, and JFK played it for the few years that he could. Oh. <laughs> Oof. That actually, but it is false. Contradicts. It is. It is false. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said that it was actually, in the library, I knew it wasn't. Come true. on, that is that is no, legitimately where no, people. I actually keep think that was reasonable. Presidential that was, papers. That was only a tiebreaker for me because the legitimately, I I was kind of like I was joking, but like the thing about like playing it after you've done the real thing, like would just be kind of fucking weird. So it did kind of like seem odd, but honestly, the fact that Henry Kissinger played it would would contradict that being an actual like you know reason so i guess we we got there but no like a lot of war games like even like after doing the real thing it's like a good way that some people keep sharp you know <laughs> i guess so i don't know i've never honestly i've never done the real thing or the fake thing i think my friend in high school who was like a big history guy and game like board gaming guy ended up buying some like axis and allies shit and i played like a couple games with him just so you'd have someone to play with but i don't really remember genuinely it. i think you guys would actually like diplomacy to the point where i kind of want to make a a, a spin-off game with some other people just so that you guys can try it there have to be a million podcasts of people playing this game right at, at least one like a, like a history podcast where where it's like the news done as someone's diplomacy game must be a <laughs> which, which is kind of just chris's concept concept for the civ podcast it's yeah. yes, it's like Chris's concept for the Civ podcast, which is also cool. Um, maybe one day I'll do it if I ever have time. Yes. Maybe one day I. Okay. Well, I mean, the way to buy more time is to get more money, oh, and to gosh. get more money, we need to do them's the ads. ever tried to listen to actual play podcasts only to find out they sound like this <laughs> here at green mountain mysteries we have the solution we are an actual play podcast that takes it very seriously and also one of our players is a butt doctor we swear it's good green mountain mysteries every wednesday on pocket podcast network or wherever fine podcasts are sold
So this ad read is going to be a little bit mean to Chris because he can't participate due to his lack of red meat. But Gabe and I really appreciate a good beef jerky to the point where I think it was actually Chris who pitched the idea of a jerky subscription box early on in the show's run. Well, guess what? That actually exists and you can get it by going to bit.ly slash jerkygentppn. Jerkygent is a leading subscription box that offers craft jerky brands curated from around the country, fully scouted and catered specifically to your spice and flavor preferences, delivered once a month from sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. So definitely check it out. Once again, the link is bit.ly slash jerkygentppn. That's bit.ly slash j-e-r-k-y-g-e-n-t-p-p-n. Um... My fact is also about food manufacturing. We do this too much, but this one's fun. I like this one a lot, actually. Um, so, orange juice. Uh, when you go to the store and you, you get it, uh, usually it has, like, multiple um, gradations of pulp, right? Like, it'll say, like, no pulp or some pulp or, like, lots of pulp, the amount that's in the orange juice. And my dad and I have been lobbying for years for our own company to make just the pulp. Oh, I mean, I like a good amount of pulp, but imagine he just eating. It'd just be a box. It'd just be a box of pulp. <laughs> yeah, it would be, be a jar, like a glass jar. I think Let's it'd be useful. I think it'd be useful, honestly. So my, well, I mean, in baking, maybe, or in but my, um, Oops, all pulp. Yeah. So Oops, my pulp. fact is that those, those, uh, uh, like no pulp, some pulp, lots of pulp, designations are not um, informal. Those are regulated categories in orange juice as sold. There, have to, there has to be a like, certain amount of pulp in it to call it each of those things by weight in the orange juice, like FDA regulation. You know, this kind of makes sense to me because I feel like, I'm just going to say it, there is certainly a threshold under which you can still have a certain amount of pulp and still call yourself pulp-free. Because some pulp is going to get through. Pulp. That's just pulp, the yeah. nature of the thing. Pulp yeah. do get through, you know? Hmm. That's the thing. So that's it's like the, the um, the, the what do you call it? The, re the regulation, like the terms of the regulation mm -hmm. uh, have multiple, like, parameters to them. So, like, one of them is a mass, and then another one, it does have to do with, like, a particle like, size, because that's what it's, like, feasible to strain down okay, to. Okay, okay. Um, although it's it's kind of weird, because it's, like, I think it's, like, kind of, like, more of a diameter, technically, because, I don't know, are the pulp pieces, like, stringy? Yes. I've never thought about that part. Percent, so it's, yeah. like, a percent by weight kind of thing. Yeah, the main thing is, like, a percent mm. by weight. Man, are you guys... Okay, I am a... I am kind of, like, a some pulp person. I think I've settled there after some number of years, and I think I might be the only, like, person who prefers the middle one. I, if I'm in the mood for pulp, I like a good medium pulp <laughs> orange juice, but I don't yeah. always want to be that way, so usually I buy pulp-free. It um, really depends how the how I'm going to be using the orange juice. Oh, I only ever use it to drink I, If you had all pulp orange juice and you put it in, like... What would happen if you had all pulp orange juice and you used a French press with it? Christ. Could could you just make like normal orange juice that way? Yes, that's the answer. 
The answer is yes. All pulp orange juice is just squeezed orange juice, right? Yeah. No, all like from pulp. an orange. All pulp. It's only pulp. So you know what's you oh. know what's funny is I can actually tell you something about this based on like I have the entire FDA regulation for orange juice up, and there's a different bit I can tell you about the juice content oh that kind of has to do with this if you God. want. Sure. Because it there is a regulation on the minimum amount of like um. I'll, I'll actually. Where's the actual phrase? Like how much how much percent um, juice you have to have to call something juice? Finished pasteurized orange juice contains not less than ten point five percent by weight of orange juice soluble solids, mm. meaning not pulp but the soluble <laughs> no, compounds. I know what you're talking that about. That's not juice, juice though. But but no, that's a fair point though because orange juice separates. Yeah. Orange what? juice True. does yeah. separate. Like the water part of it separates. Yeah, it does separate. Yeah. Really? You, when it goes, when it starts going bad, it separates. Yeah. Even before it starts going bad, if it's like depending on how it was made. If it's bad orange juice, yeah. Well, Non-homogenized orange. Actually, juice? no. Actually, no. I take <laughs> Good it orange the juice better, will separate. Better, and you know that. Better orange juice will separate faster. Yeah, actually, exactly. It's like the peanut yeah. butter. Yeah. I've noticed to divide in the orange. Sunny D doesn't separate, and Sunny D has no pulp, so like. Sunny D's yeah, not orange per, juice. What percent juice is Sunny D? Let's be clear. <laughs> not right orange now. juice. There's God, an orange flavored you drink. Own, you can make Sunny D at home, so don't worry about it. What? <laughs> How do you do that? Actually, apparently, here's the the actual copycat recipe that I'm looking up. It's six cups water, one cup corn syrup, one and a third oh. cups of frozen concentrated made orange tangerine juice thawed, six <laughs> six tablespoons Man, frozen concentrated apple juice. Two mm-hmm. tablespoons frozen concentrated limeade, four teaspoons frozen concentrated grapefruit juice, and one teaspoon of Kool Aid lemonade unsweetened drink mix. Two servings of Nyquil. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just okay. five this bottles of tequila. This is basically sweet tea, and that shit has probably caused more health problems to Americans than any other singular beverage. God. So. No, I think it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh god! I know people who have gotten ulcers from that stuff, even though it's like kind of. But good. so acidic, though. It's just it is funny so because I've acidic. had the only thing I've drank today is coffee, Mountain Dew, and sweet tea. So. Oh no! Are you back on your do uh, shit, well, Chris? Uh, I bought the mini I mean, cans. Yeah. I'm. Are Are you okay? We all have. We all have to find our way through quarantine. So <laughs> oh, oh no! I'm worried about Chris. Now. <laughs> well, if I know Chris, though the. Um, the sweet tea is well. No, it's actually you probably drink your sweet tea like pretty hardcore. It's pretty what? much molasses. Yeah, I was yeah. Chris say, is sweet tea for sure. I know people who. Wait, you make you sweet tea? It, you bit, could put my sweet tea on pancakes but... and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I can't explain this, but in my mind, South Carolina is the state with the most viscous sweet tea. <laughs> I mean, have you tried South Carolina barbecue sauce? It's it's mustard syrup. Uh, I. It's not sweet. I have to usually. say I like I've barbecue sauce, sauce, but I generally don't ask it to be specified by state of origin. <laughs> South Carolina is mustard based, typically. It's mustard based, and I've had, oh, I've, it's actually I very good. But I've had a lot of way yeah. too sweet mustard based sauces. I gotta say, this is by the way. Today is the day I've read the most FDA regulations in my life. <laughs> like, in like maybe five or. Look at Brian minutes. David Gilbert over here. So well. What I got to tell you is, like, wow, they go deep. Because I will tell you this. Here's like, a, here's, like, a guaranteed truth bit. 
<laughs> the the FDA regulation on orange juice that I gave Chris just there, that is 100% real. And that and like there is FDA regulation on orange juice I have pulled. Right. The the fact and contention here is only that that thing I said is part of it, but like there are five paragraphs ish of things you have to do to to what how you can label your orange juice if you can call it pasteurized or chilled pasteurized i i feel real bad for lawyers today everybody yep orange juice lawyers they have a rough job keeping them in business well like there's there is a lawyer okay a lawyer has definitely had to read this document i have can you imagine for their like the lawyer up at 3 a.m reading this and then he has to get on the phone and be like guys we're in deep shit (laughs) (laughs) guys guys, we need need a recall on all of our juice it's not chilled pasteurized it's just pasteurized (laughs) why do you need to pasteurize it though y'all once we a lot of stuff has has to be but it's also like there are dates of updates on this, and they have been working on these regulations since the 70s with three updates. Whoa. That's it? Like, like someone's Everybody really worried the big about juice the update OJ. of 91. <laughs> You're actually really close. It's not People got put out of business by that shit. <laughs> they said they couldn't change juice, but oh, then they, the madmans, they went and did it. They changed juice. They went and did it. Anyway, um, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say false. I think because I don't know if this is the kind of thing that FDA. Well, mm, no, I'm gonna say false. I'm gonna say true because for my one day working in the butcher shop, I know that the FDA is fucking serious. Wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait. 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 I'm so used to it only being two other people. <laughs> I'm gonna say false because the what you read us sounds like super on point. I don't think they could quantify the amount of pulp in there. I think I think they want to get away with a little more wiggle room than that. And FDA is probably like, nah, I don't care. Interesting. Okay, so it's yes. false. Damn. But what is really wild is, so I made this up in my head, right, <laughs> full from whole cloth, and then I always make things up, and then I look up what the truth about them is to make sure I'm not accidentally, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It turns out that while that specific rule, there is no regulation on how much on the pulp specifications, all the other shit is real. There is no rule on pulp, but a lot of shit on orange juice, they are real serious. (laughs) Um, None of it mentions explicitly, except that it says if you add pulp, it can't be washed or spent. I don't know what the fuck that means. But, uh, so it has to be I pulp mean, from the uh, same oranges that now. you were squeezing, would be my guess. Like the pulp has yeah, to. Has you to can't like dehydrate it and then add it in the. There, but the part that is false is there are no legal demarcations of how much pulp you can say is in there. That's not regulated at all. They just fucking gotcha. make that up. But uh, but look at there is I wasn't <laughs> I was serious too about the the words pasteurized or yeah that makes sense to me shall be shown in letters. Not less than one half the height of the letters in the words wow. orange juice. It has to be from the same um, orange too, citrus reticulata, or the hybrids of citrus reticulata. So yeah, no tangerines, no clementines. Fuck you. That juice would probably be oh better, yeah. Right? People sell tangerines. There's probably like more than one kind of orange too. I mean, there's mandarin. There's at least two. That's, that's not oranges though. Are they? Well, citrus reticulata is the species. Well, no, it's the mandarin orange. 
What? But I think the hybrids include like what? Valencia. Wait and a shit, minute. Right? We been we drink the little orange. What about blood oranges? Well, blood Ooh, orange yeah. juice is sold separately. We love a blood orange. Oh yeah, I mean I've seen that. I'm just saying while we're listing but variety. I thought orange. we were drinking the big orange. <laughs> that's a that's a good line. Wait, I want. I thought we were drinking the big orange. Is really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. Well, did you ever guys? Did you guys ever try that experiment that you're supposed to do in elementary school or whatever, where you put the the sugar stick in the orange and you try to suck the orange juice out? Nope. Like it hollows out the inside of the like candy cane or whatever. That sounds kind of cool though. Hmm. No, yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay, so we have I spent orange, too much time on red TV. orange, orange, oh macaroni and cheese, mango. Oh, sorry, these are crayon what? colors. My bad. Y- y'all are, y'all are <laughs> Palestinian sweet lime. Yeah, of course. Doesn't it's, sound like an orange. Uh, it's a mandarin. No, it's an orange Whoa. pomelo and citron hybrid. So it's like an orange Whoa. and lemon hybrid. That sounds. That sounds okay. incredible. I was actually thinking citron was gonna come in. That sounds like good for cocktails. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking. Is it sounds like a I don't know one. why I do this, but I okay. So I searched. Tell me some orange types, and I've got five: <laughs> blood orange, mandarin orange, tangerine, clementine, and navel orange. I don't know why I talk to Google like it's in front of me and can help navel. me. With it, <laughs> it works. It can help you because it fucking it's way funnier and it works. It does bergamot. Really works. What is a bergamot? Bergamot. Bergamot. No, a bergamot true. is that's like it's orange. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a Valencia kind of citrus. Orange. Valencias are the best. I love Tangelo, the Caracara. Um, anyway, yeah, can... Bethany should go instead of me listing oranges. Yeah, I was gonna say big moment. We Bethany. Bethany gets to finally. Oh, I get to do one. Answering biology yeah, questions. Never, well, yeah, you've never gone to do a fact before. You have to just sit in the house. What and the, listen the, to the bergamot orange is green? <laughs> Wait, is it? Okay, that's a little bit. Uh, Whatever. Anyway, like that. It's like, like my favorite them. smell. I like to <gasps> see the FDA get on that one. It's the colors in the name of the fruit. You kind of can't. <laughs> anyway, okay. Are you guys ready? I don't okay. know if I am, but we're gonna. I'm have just. To be here. I guess maybe I need to put out a feeler. You guys don't know a lot about the Canary Islands, do you? <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. Fuck so all about the Canary you Islands. probably have heard of them. They're off the coast of Africa, mm-hmm. and they're owned by the Spanish because colonialism. Yep. And they, sure. you know, Canary. You think of the other, you know, crayon, the yellow crayon, and maybe a bird, right? Not the. Mm-hmm. I think of a bird. So, I didn't know there was a crayon. I think a black canary. canary. Most people think these islands are named after the canaries, right? Yellow canaries. But they're actually named after dogs. Jesus dogs. fucking Christ. Oh, what? what kind of dog? Uh, do you want me to keep going? Keep going, please. Yeah, keep going. So it's actually likely from the Latin for Canaria Insulae. Oh my God. Which actually means Isle of Dogs. So basically, when the Spanish came over, oh. they saw a bunch of dogs wandering around, which is probably from the original, like, people that inhabited it who just happened to really like dogs. <laughs> the only thing that's getting me here is if the name we know it by probably comes from Spanish colonialism, wouldn't the words sound more like the Spanish But dog? consider the ways that languages have changed a lot and and how much yeah, and like how much how like formal ago. formal royal shit in the year in oh, the in, in European countries was Latin was kind of like the legal language in a way. Yeah, you're right. And honestly, also, I could see my way to there being like an antiquated Spanish middle or old Spanish even for dog that's fancier that sounds like more like canine in its root, like 
in the same sense that there's like the word the, the word I always use in English as an example of this is like arbor mm -hmm. instead of tree. Like nobody fucking says that, but that's a real word. Like there could even be something or like analogous. ferrous metal for iron or something like that. Even so, that, yeah. Here's where I'm gonna come at it from a different angle, which is <laughs> yeah. I know that there is a canary mastiff. I know that's a breed oh, of dog. Oh yeah. Oh really? Is that like a it's like a Man, what defines a mastiff? That, like no, mastiffs, well, some mastiffs have, like, the same kind of, like, squished face, but they don't have breathing problems as badly as bulldogs no. do because they're, they're larger. Bigger. Yeah, but it really size has more to do with the mastiff. Yeah, mastiffs are way big. They're like, yeah, no, remember yeah. my parents' old dog, Everest? They're, like, that size at least. Often bigger. Jesus Christ, they're Often that bigger. big? But, like... That's, like... Actually, a, when does that become a problem? Like, at what threshold uh, is that at? These <laughs> days, it becomes, like, a problem for the dogs pretty quickly on. Larger dogs tend to have shorter lifespans. Hip dysplasia. A lot of hip dysplasia. Oh, I mean for the <laughs> owner in terms of your ability to keep Well, you see, the thing is, size. they were bred for their size because they were meant for guarding and hunting. Specific, oftentimes predators yeah. or, like, larger animals. So, for context, I guess... Audio medium and all. Everest was a great Pyrenees, and he was a he was small. He was, small. was he like eighty pounds? Ninety pounds. He was. Yeah, and part of the reason John brings this up is that I very visibly reacted to the fact that at the time, and probably still, that was the largest <laughs> dog I'd ever seen in my life. Although there is one another Great Pyrenees that walks around in my neighborhood that might be Aww. like, if you're saying that, you know, he was like below average. Are Great Danes not in vogue anymore? Because they were super in vogue when we were younger. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a dog breed that should ever be, quote, in vogue. Like, there, you can't just get a yes, dog. So like, what? I don't know if they're actually related to the islands or not. I just know that there is a breed that's, like, the Canary Mastiff. I think it has a different, more official name. But I know there's a Canary Mastiff. But it makes me wonder if they're from those islands, and that's why they're called that. Google says Perro de Presa Canario. Were there a lot? There were like a lot of native dogs when people got there. Yeah, so I can I can keep going people, a little deeper. So like, apparently, the people that used to live with them there were called the Gaunches. I, I think that's how they. They they, were, they actually they like worship dogs. They would like <laughs> mummify Same. them, and they think that's actually where Not like the Anubis <laughs> thing came from. I wouldn't say I worship dogs. <laughs> They're a big part of your life, though. I don't know. I feel like yeah, I would believe this because I don't know the knowing that there is a. <clears throat> at least a breed of dog with the same name makes me feel better about it. And it's a strange basis. The Latin <laughs> makes sense to me. The Latin does make sense. And, but, but I'm also like, I'm trying not to metagame this, but Bethany, of, co of course, Bethany would bring a fact that's like, yeah, there's an actual Isle of Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in thinking about what I was going to bring, I was like, let's not make it animal. Let's not make it animal related. And of course... <laughs> What do I come up with? No, no, I, I, okay. I had, a, I've been thinking actively, like, Active thinking. more now, trying to come up with ones that aren't in the standard, like, few genres I'm <laughs> to land into. And, like, it's actively hard. And I think that there's a reason why those broad categories, like, kind of rear themselves. And there's, there's no embarrassment in falling exactly. into one. I mean, as the Steve Irwin uh, of the group. <laughs> as the Steve Irwin of the group. Uh, I one day Bethany is gonna start doing an Australian accent in front of me, just like in little <laughs> bits and pieces, and then switch back. I don't know. Australian's really hard. It's a little bit more. 
I, I think it's kind of hard, but I can swing it sometimes. I'm not going to do it on What's interesting is Australia and New Zealand are similar, but they're in different parts of the mouth. So New Zealand is a bit more it's a bit more forward in the mouth, you know, a little bit more nasally. Yeah. You know, like, hmm, is... No, yeah, oh, that did go to the UK. UK. The, uh, right well, right now, it's, this is UK. Australia is a lot more in the back of your throat. Yeah. It's it's a little deeper, yeah, a bit more gravelly. It, it, man, I, this is this is like an interesting subject. I wish I <laughs> knew more. Maybe 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 that'll be the Just next some accents. Topic. Also, the I, linguistics fact. I think I'm time. ready on this one though. Let's do it. I, I I'm gonna yeah, say true just because I don't know. I think it's just true. I want it to be true. My heart wants it to be true. I think it's tr- true, and it just I don't know. Bethany just felt very truthful to me. <laughs> it just felt very honest. Bethany, you're kind of trustworthy for like the show. To lie, so. Bethany. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Is it was that's just a cool as fuck fact. Can you I maintain eye contact true. with me? No, no, you can't use your. This is like the blink if you love me thing. Where you just stuff. blow on the dog's eyes. <laughs> it is a thing that I do. Um, Sad. Yeah, I think this is probably true. Yes, yeah, true. I crafted <laughs> yeah. it too well. No, no, it's no, 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 There's listen, no listen, shame. Listen, that was very I tried real cool hard. It had like facts and stuff. <laughs> I, I would never. I, I can honestly say that that is something I would have been highly unlikely yeah. to come across. I like it. Just not the sort of educational. Thing I've been it I was like educational. It. It now is. you should look at how big canary mastiffs are because they're very big. Let me look up this dog. Thank you. I'm gonna hope that canary mastiff. I'm gonna hope that these are like these images have a decent sense of scale. They don't. No, <laughs> they look like I would. So stocky. That's kind of the fucking problem. It's like it's like oh that dog is way taller than that fence. Like okay, they're not they're not fence. too big, but they're stocky. Is what yeah, I'm saying. They're strong boys. Yeah, muscly. Yeah, there's this one that came up that looks like. Okay, now I see one. These look like the fucking dogs that they use in like TCGs when they. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of all of us just making random mouth sounds as we look at pictures of mastiffs, (laughs) maybe we should wrap up the show. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably. So this episode was a part of the Pocket Pocket. The the Polly Pocket Podcast Network. It's part of uh, Polly Pockets Podcast Network. Uh, <laughs> it was a part of the Pocket Podcast Network and uh, part of the Pocket Podcast Network's guest month. So various hosts will be on different shows. I was on an episode of Sorted talking about gay figure skaters. Yeah, uh, for nice. Yuri on Ice. It was wonderful. It was a delight. <laughs> I'm not saying I was a delight. I'm saying they were a delight. <laughs> Sounds like it, just from your tone of voice. <laughs> Uh, but there's going to be a lot of uh, guests going back and forth. Um, we're going to have uh, Britty from No Dice on our podcast on home viewing. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be good. Yeah, we're uh, watching Interstellar for that one, so excited. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good movie. Timothy Chalamet is in it. I always forget because he's only in it for like 30 it minutes. It was shocking. But it was like, oh, it's Chalamet. Oh, <laughs> I like that movie when this sounds, this is really stupid and niche, but I have seen that movie twice and both times there was a dog in the room and whenever the scene came on with like the big black hole footage, both times that's happened, the dogs that were in the room were just staring at the screen as if they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and it was amazing. Whoa. Wonderful. Just like dogs reaction. staring at pictures of what we think black holes look like was hilarious <laughs> to me for some reason. <laughs> of what we think black holes like not even real ones 
This movie is watching, worth watching for Tars alone, the robot. Mm. My favorite character. <laughs> so, check, uh, watch watch home viewing for that, so, um, or watch the yes. home viewing feed. Watch the time slider on your podcast app while you it, listen to it. Exactly. Um, um, the intro and outro music of our show is Never Far by James Hunter USA, which now goes under New Weirdos. So... Look they up got all that good stuff they've got. They, they've got plenty of, of music out, yeah. Um, Chris has some new music out. I do have one new song out for the Organ Machines. Um, yeah, doing more music soon, hopefully. So, Ooh. more stuff coming out from that at some point soon. Yeah. Quarantine has made things a little more complicated, but yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. It all was right. fun. Hey, you're fun. It was fun. It's nice. Uh, it's nice because since we've been recording remotely, usually Bethany's just on the couch in the room, but now Bethany only hears my side of things, so I feel like weird. Like It's sad. <laughs> I miss you guys. My wife is sad. <laughs> no, she's my wife. <laughs> well, until next time, everyone. Uh, don't bye. Everything here.